What's up, Burger Boys? We're back with another episode of the Burger Boys Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Braden. Got the co-host, Jaeger. Jaeger, how's it going, buddy? And right, buddy. How you doing? Uh, it's been better. Seen better days. I mean, you know, we don't have to get into it. Fuck it. No. No, uh, no point getting into it. No. Um, end of an era. <laughs> Yeah, no, my 49ers lost the Super Bowl, so it was tough going. Um, and yeah, I'm and here my, doing this. Yeah, sh- my, my Chiefs won it. Yeah, Jaeger's Chiefs uh, that he's been a fan of for fucking 20 minutes won it. Been a fan ever since I was a little boy. Um, anyways, it was a tough weekend for me, but uh, yeah, not bad. I'm not doing too too bad. Uh, other than that, you know. Um, started a new job last week so it was it was good um it's going good there so yeah how about you yikes you're are you heading back on the helicopter soon or what's going on when's your tour starting yeah i leave town friday and then yeah so you won't this will be the last time you hear my beautiful voice for two weeks yeah um we actually have uh i guess i think next week's trade deadline right yeah, next a week from uh, Wednesday. So you're probably listening to this on Wednesday. So a week from today. Yeah. So we'll be essentially doing a tr- trade deadline episode, probably coming to you Tuesday or or Monday next next week, uh, and then um, I may might just do a recap episode after that uh, if if it's been a big day. But even then, like I can recap all kind of all the trades that went down and and uh, what it looks like going forward for those teams that are pushing and what it goes looks like for those teams that are uh, are selling basically essentially. So that's the plan. Uh, obviously, when we make a plan, half the time it never uh, goes through. Um, I mean, for me, it's hard for me to get a uh, get a partner on this podcast so if, if you guys volunteer your time and, and do this podcast with me next week while jaeger's gone then then there'll definitely be a podcast but it's hard to it's hard to run a solo show yeggs like it, it's not easy no <laughs> have you you haven't done one yet have you no i just i just feel like it it'd be bad <laughs> I, as someone who has done it i could tell you i a, a lot more editing eh like like Takes I mean, yeah, I, I, I essentially don't edit any of these episodes. I edited a little bit last because we had a bunch of connectivity issues. But um, yeah, so it it would be me like editing out all the de- at dead air. <laughs> it would be lots of it. I'll tell you, it takes a while. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> right on. Yeah. So they that's the plan for next week. Uh, maybe you get a solo uh, brain lauder show. Who knows? Um, yeah, maybe I'll uh, yeah I'll do something like that. We'll see. Um, but yeah, for now I got Yags. Yags on. Yags has got a nice. Uh, what do you call those hats? A sherpa? Would you call it a sherpa? 
No, it's Sherpa's not this hat. I don't even know what they're called. I just fuck with it. Okay, it's like one of those furry hats where it kind of covers your ears well, and it's got like the a lumberjack on it. Not a furry hat, like like furries and shit. That's not what's <laughs> no, going on here. You got one of those rave hats on. <laughs> yeah, I got like little like the cat ears or whatever. That's actually what I'm rocking. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like the big long things with the paws, like all those fucking psychos used to wear. Yeah. Uh, essentially, I don't know. So I feel like it's it's the hat that like a lumberjack would wear in the wintertime when he's cold, right? I guess, yeah, that's probably. Yeah, it looks warm. Like I mean, I don't know. I feel like you're going to have to probably take that thing off, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't see know. I don't goes. know. I don't know what the temperature's like in your house either, right? It might be a little cold in there. No, it's fine. That's good. Good room temperature. Yeah, nice. Maybe a couple degrees below, because what's room temperature? Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm usually a little bit more prepared, but. Uh, I know just off the top of my head, a couple things around the NHL this week. Um, Morgan Riley, or let's start with that Riley Gregg. Is that his name, Riley, Riley Gregg? Uh, Ridley Gregg. Ridley Gregg. Um, he, he takes like a, a clap bomb from about five, five feet away from the empty net to secure uh, a win versus uh, Ottawa versus uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, then Morgan Riley goes and cross checks and went to the back of the head or something. To like the side of the, or front of the head. Yeah, or under side. It was high though. It was high. It was in the head area for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm. I just seen it. Uh, Riley Morgan Riley gets five games uh, NHL suspension. Um, what's your thoughts on everything, Jaeger? Starting from the 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 clap bomb from five feet away from the empty net. What's your what's your overall opinion? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? <laughs> I mean, the clap bomb. Like, I don't really care. Like, it's an empty net. No matter. I don't think it matters how you put the puck in the net. No. Like, fuck. Who cares? Like, it, if you think it's a bit of a dick move, like, sure, whatever. But like, it doesn't warrant a cross check to the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as for the five games like again it's it's the nhl's like rotating wheel of discipline like you like there was like other cross checks that had getting less time than this like in yeah. similar situations but it's like i don't know it's kind of random but I, I don't get all the people sticking up for morgan rather it's like i don't know i don't i only cross check the heads the right move if you feel like you've been slighted on an empty net goal. Yeah. It just, just seems kind of Bush League. Yeah, like, I feel like it warrant. I, I, I warranted, a, um, definitely warranted, like, some a reaction, but it did definitely didn't warrant uh, the cross-check to the head. It was a little much. I actually, I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm, like, Everything that happens to Leafs, I think, is funny. But I thought it was awesome. Just a, a clap on five feet away. I thought it looked. I thought it was awesome. A lot of people, a lot of Leafs fans are pissed, man. Um, saying the NHL's out to get them. I mean, that's just what everybody does. Like, yeah, every fan base is convinced that the NHL's out to get them. The refs are biased against them. The media overlooks them, and all this stuff. Like, it can't be true for every single team. Like. 
you're just like psychoanalyzing analyzing everything. It's just yeah. I don't know. And like, well, you know, you got like Steve Dangle or Dangle. What is, what the fuck's his name? Steve, Steve Dangle. Yeah, the Leafs guy who just yells. He's all yeah. fucking furious about it and everything. Well, that's that's just kind of his his stick <laughs> though, is to kind of yell about the Leafs. Like that's, that's that's how he that's how he that's, that's how he, he feeds the family. <laughs> like I, you put it like that, like that's it's how he feeds his it's how he feeds his family. So like, good on you, I guess. Oh, I'm just looking here. I, I'm watching this right now. Yikes. Uh this was an hour ago. Uh, Boone Jenner just knees. He, he does it. I like gives a knee uh, to Ridley Gregg, and there was oh, no penalty. Connect the dots here, Braden. Columbus not doing well this year. <laughs> Talk about trading Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner going to the Leafs. Yeah, Bo- to yeah, and that's like the first step is the knee on Ridley Gregg. Yeah, because you know he's got to, he's got to show the the Leafs that he belongs. So he's got to do that as well. Get get go to the Leafs because yeah. everybody's going to the Leafs. Leafs winning the cup. Um, that's about um, all I really see. I don't know what else happened this week for NHL news. Uh, post trade or post All Star break, anything really big? I think the the only thing I've really heard about, maybe I was just too focused on the Super Bowl week, but I think the only thing that happened was working around the cross-checking a guy to the head after he scored an empty net goal. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only thing that warrants conversation. Um, oh, uh, Alex Ovechkin's starting to heat up a bit now. He's got like five. I think he had like three games in a row where he scored. I think he had like five goals in the last six games, something like that. Uh, so he's starting to heat up a little bit. That's good to see. The race is back on. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at right now the box scores from tonight, and uh, the Kings, Los Angeles Kings, got shellacked tonight by the Buffalo Sabers, seven nothing. Yeah, they got owned. Yeah, what's your? I know we talked about McClellan and firing last podcast. Uh, what, what's your views on the Kings? I mean, you probably don't watch much Kings hockey, but like, what's the going Kings down there? You think they? I I've I just think they were like out of the gate too hot, so everyone thought they were just a contender. They're good last year, and I think it's just really fizzled down. Right? They're they're not getting that goaltending that. They were getting yeah, last year, and like I mean, you're riding Talbot, man. <laughs> like, and you got Talbot and David Riddick. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how they went into the season with that, and they thought everything was going to be fine. Yeah, that's still the number one problem for them. And Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah, and having a paying guy with no heart, eight and a half million. Yeah. For the next eight years. Um, it's tough. Um, looking at here, uh, happy birthday to uh, Leafs legend Matt Sundin slash Vancouver legend. Happy yeah, birthday. Just started first, Vancouver Canucks legend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quebec Nordiques legend, legend Matt Sundin, actually. Yeah. 
Well, that's it's this picture I'm looking at. It's him rocking the uh, Quebec Nordiques in the uh, Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, like the his the first picture is the Quebec Nordique um, jersey, and he's got actually a whole set of hair there. He looks good. He looks like a fine young gentleman there. Fine young man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ovechkin is up to 13 goals and on a five-game score streak. So. I think if I think it was like if he hits twenty goals this season, uh, and then hits like twenty five or something next season, and then another twenty or something, isn't it? Something like that. It's within sight for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he said like eight thirty or something. Yeah. He's at like eight thirty two or something. Yeah. So it, it's it's definitely within the realm of possibility that he. he it's within. I mean, he's gonna get it till he's. He's gonna play until he gets yeah. it. Yeah, unless something, unless like an injury, big career injury. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a mean thing to wish upon a guy. Yeah, that's true, especially Ovi. But no, I, I think he's gonna get it. I'm rude for him. That'd be cool to see him get it for sure. But yeah, other than, other than that, I don't think there's a whole lot more um, to. Um, Talk about NHL-wise. Yeah, I think we dip into our, oh, our league and oh, what's going on there. Uh, one more thing. Phil Kessel going to the Vancouver Canucks. He's uh, has, has any of this happened yet, or is it all just kind of hearsay? No, he's working out. Uh, the GM of the Canucks, Patrick Alvin, announced that he, uh, Kessel's working out in uh, Abbotsford right now. With, that's where they're that's where Vancouver Canucks like all their like their training and development kind of is it's not like yeah. he's it's not like he's like practicing with the Abbotsford Canucks their AHL team that's just where like their assistant general manager Ryan Johnson works out of and stuff so they're just going to be monitoring him skating and stuff um, so, yeah, so there's still no pen to paper yet no yeah I think they just got to see how well he's in shape and apparently what I've what I've heard my insiders have told me is that uh, that he he's been working out and skating all year because he's he's been wanting to return. So I mean, it's Phil Kessel. It's not like he's going to be in shape <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's going to be a good puck doku on um, twenty years from now. Phil Kessel, Arizona Coyotes, or sorry, Salt Lake City Bandits. Yeah, or <laughs> I, I just Houston, Houston Arrows. Yeah, well, Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, whatever. Or, uh, well, I wouldn't be the Quebec. Nor they're not giving Quebec a team. No, it, it'd be Atlanta Thrashers. It'd be Atlanta. Vancouver, Atlanta Thrashers, Vancouver <laughs> Canucks. Legend Phil Castle. Thirty years from now, um, but yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, fuck, it's Phil Kessel. I'm not, like, it's not, we're not getting, we're getting 37-year-old Phil Kessel here. Like, we're not, it's just going to be around for, he's got that championship pedigree, right? He's three-time cup champion. Um, and that alone, I think, is the experience. They want to bring a guy like that just in the room more so than, you know, playing, playing, like, 26-year-old Phil Kessel. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just experience, and and you know what, it's a free deal. And hey, yeah, if, it, if if he catches lightning in a bottle a bit, like you know, pots in like five goals down our stretch run, 
who knows, a couple in the playoffs, I think it's a win. Yeah, I mean, it's a league minimum contract, probably. Like, it's not going to break the bank. I mean, good depth. Yeah. Be interesting, though. See, Phil Kessel, I can actually finally, you know, really be really be a Phil Kessel fan. I might get his jersey. That would be <laughs> pretty sick jersey to have Phil Kessel Canucks jersey. Phil, Phil Kessel, Black Skate Canucks jersey. <laughs> that would be a nice one to have. Right on. So we get the hot dog walrus. Hopefully. Depends. I mean, it's still pending physicals and all that. But like you said, dude, Phil Kessel's never really in shape. So. Yeah, what, I don't. I don't know what you're expecting. To find. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I guess we can uh, move on to our league, fantasy league. Um, was there any trades this last week? I don't think so. There was. was I there? made a couple. Oh, did you? I was. I was up to some stuff. So I. I or there was a trade that. Do we? Talk, no, we didn't talk about this February 11th one. So we got three trades since the last pod. Yep. Let's start start first on February tenth. I traded uh, Matt Boldy and an eighteenth round pick to the Dust Show for Ryan McLeod and a sixteenth round pick. I dropped Ryan McLeod right after the trade happened. I don't know. Got offered this trade and I wasn't really doing much with Matt Boldy anyways. Was so, Bo- was Boldy? How's Boldy been doing this year? Down he's, been here, kinda, or? he's been kind of butt cheeks this year. Yeah. Eh? He, well, he did really well yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Two day, two he, games in a row now. He's done really well. Yeah, I traded him. He's only played that last game since I traded him, where he got twenty two points. So I guess yeah. good return on investment. Like as an NHL player, he's actually been playing all right. He's got eighteen goals, twenty assists, and in 45 games played but not so much for our league where he's not really hitting the peripherals yeah no he is he hasn't been great for fantasy this year he was dropped yeah he was dropped uh by sedina limbo there i picked him up i ran him for a while and traded him i guess yeah. hope i guess hope for dust show that he keeps playing well after that one game but Yep. Minor deal. Yep. Deal number two happened on February 11th, or went through it February 11th. We got a. Uh, we are. So, uh, uh, NHL All Star Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson in his seventh round pick went to Miners Millions, and uh, Rototiller acquired Jonathan Marcheseau and his 16th round pick. So Martyrs Millions, oh, so what's Jonathan Martian? So ranked 62, and then Tom Wilson's ranked 113. I think, uh, I think uh, Myers Millions really got a W out of this. Um, I mean, Martian so is good. Martian so is good. Marshall, uh, I mean, 62 yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good this year. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade all, all I around. Um, I don't mind it at all. I just the thing I could see out of it. I, I could see Myers Millions also flipping Tom Wilson again. Yeah, getting something because he's a right Tom winger. Wilson, maybe doing like the trade that 
I did with Matt Boldy doing something like that with Tom Wilson in the next week or so here. Like, yeah, that's what I would do. Then, I mean, it, it gave both of the teams needs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, solid effort, boys. Uh, yeah, Myers gets pick, and uh, obviously Myers is so um, the other way. I mean, you get. He's probably arguably Vegas Golden Knights' most consistent player this year because, I mean, Eichel's been down, right? Um, their defensemen, Peter Angelo and Theodore, have had injuries, haven't they? Yeah. So I think Marceau is your, your most consistent, and that's a good team to have, right? Good players to have. Yep. On a, if you have their best, most consistent player, not their best, but their most consistent player, uh, that's pretty solid, especially down the stretch run, you know, they're – looking to uh, string together some wins as well and, and uh, get closer to the top of the league, I would think. Um, yeah, next trade. And then last trade happened yesterday. So I get a third-round pick for Aiden Hill and a 17th-round pick going to McAlaner. McAlaner getting Aiden Hill, who has dealt with injury this year, but when he's been playing, he's been, like, so good. Yeah, like he's got 20 games started, 14 wins, uh, 933 save percentage, uh, ranked 164, but has missed half, half, more than half the year. It almost seems like. Right? Yeah, he's. And then also, he's also a tenth round keeper or a ninth round keeper. Ninth, yeah, I picked him in yeah. the tenth round, so there is that. So it's solid, actually, solid move. Uh, you get that third round pick, you get a good value definitely out of him. I think that keeper value in itself is 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 worth that third round pick. I think that's I think that's good. I mean if he if he had played all year long, you could it, argue it, you could argue a first round pick, but I think just because of the injuries and it might happen he's dealt with injuries prior like prior to this season even too, like last year as well. So But when he's on, he's on, he's yeah. Pretty good goalie, so I yeah. good deal. I was happy to get something out of Hill. I was start. I was thinking of shopping a bit more. McLaren actually sent this one in to me as well, and it looked good on my part. So nice deal done. The 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 tanking commences. Uh, yeah, McLaren gets a, it gets a goalie too, right? Yeah, so, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, yeah. So we'll go to uh, reviews. Huh, I'm up first, I guess. Uh, I played Sedina Limbo last week. He beat me 431 and three quarters to 392 and a quarter. Not much to say. I mean, he's second in the league. I'm a few f spots further down from that. Looks like the dream's pretty well dead right now. But hey, I, I'm shipping off guys, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. Sedin Limbo uh, gets W. Uh, this next matchup, um, this one, this one kind of blows. <laughs> Look at how many points they scored compared to the rest of the league. <laughs> like I was yeah, second yeah. in the league. Yeah, and we played the guy with the most points. Do you remember what I was saying last podcast, or because it was the two weeker, right? Where uh, Aho Let's Go had all those goaltender starts. And like just went off, 
but like he was up like uh, I think 112, 115 points over me already to start basically our matchup on Monday, essentially. Uh, I clawed back and I clawed back hard. I even impressed him. He messaged me uh, on Facebook. I haven't responded to him. I've totally forgot to actually. Um, but yeah, he messaged me on Facebook. He's like, man, you really caught up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I had him sweating in his boots there, but it sucks, you know, because I mean, I still had the dream there, uh, but uh, definitely Ajo is pissed. He's going to take it out on me because he, he's lost a couple. He's He's had a couple losses this year where he, he wish he had back, but um, I mean, I, I I almost came back at him, but he had that, that too big of a lead at the start of the at the start of the week um, for me to overcome. Um, but yeah, and then uh, going back to the goaltenders, man, I had a freaking I had an issue with goaltenders. Guys not starting on games they should have, like Connor Hellebuck didn't start on a game he should have. They started Baswat on an off night where it was like not a whole lot of people, not a whole lot of teams playing. And so I got, yeah, I got guys. Uh, yeah. I was, I didn't get any goaltender starts really. I think they took me to like, I think it was like Friday for me to get my second start. So despite that, I, I, uh, um, made it interesting. Made it interesting. But yeah, no, I took the L there. Uh, I go down to seven and ten. I mean, Dream's not technically dead. <laughs> technically not, no. But I am. I am. Uh, I am a little Good. bit. The playoff picture started to really separate once we go to the we'll touch on the standings. Like it started starting to uh, separate. Like the, the eighth, the, the top eight, and the bottom eight are really starting to uh, separate. What we got about five weeks left, I think. Yeah. And you're two games back at eighth right now. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it more later. Yeah. It's funny. I sold my team, and somehow I'm putting up way more points than I was before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, next matchup, we got the Dust Show versus West Coast Express. The Dust Show uh, loses uh, with three forty-four point two five to West Coast Express is three. 63.75 um you know west coast express pulled off an upset uh good on him he needed that win to uh solidify a playoff spot and he improves to nine and eight so he's above 500 now now the dust show takes a bad l i, I mean this is one that uh you'd want to you'd want to win for the dust show but you know what he's sitting comfortably with 11-6 record but uh yeah um Next matchup, we got uh, Larry Love, 368.75 to Mitchell Miners Millions, 306.75. Larry Love takes the W. What's that? I was saying cut out quite a bit there. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about matchup with the Dust Show, then you're like, and then you cut out and it's like well you weren't saying you weren't saying fucking anything (laughs) so i I was and then it cut out okay well give us your your piece on uh, west coast express show it's over now moments passed okay um larry love 368.75 takes the w versus mitchell martin's millions routine win here for larry love needs it takes down martin's millions 
Um, nothing really to say here other than he, he took care of business. That's what it's all about, baby. And yeah, not too much on this one. Just kind of a, you get these this point of the year, I think where one team's clearly better than the other. One team has started selling guys off and yeah, not too, not a whole lot going on here. Next matchup, uh, Rototiller finally climbs out of that, uh, big losing streak he had uh, winning 383 to Bozenhost 280.75 Andre really never showed up for this matchup at all um, and it's tough it's tough look for Andre yeah. yeah Andre looks pretty well dead yep dead in the and, water uh, Tiller, at least as far as this week a good number yeah he put up some good points he was the third high or fourth highest Fifth. 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 Fifth yeah. yeah. Oh, Top yeah. Top two matchups are all higher than everybody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Um, good job, Rota Tiller. You climbed out. We're proud of you. Uh, I think it was the boys seeing you at the Vipers game there that really uh, gave you gave us some pep in your step. We're back. Yeah, I think it was uh, meeting the boys um, at the Vipers game that really puts a pep in his step, eh? That's that's definitely the jolt of energy I think he needed, and he got. Yeah, he was just happy to see us, and uh, and he he got he got the W. We, we that was definitely a uh, Burger Boys bump. Being the yeah, that's, that's the inspiration he needed. Next matchup. We got uh, Mac Lantern 377.25, taking down Keeper Harley Norris 316. Uh, Mac Lantern takes care of business. Uh, nothing more to say really on this, man. He, he's just chugging along. Uh, he's got to win this game. He's he's sitting there, right, like in number one seed, too. He's got Aho and uh, what, Sadine and Limbo nipping at his at his heels, but not really. They're, they're two games behind him. Uh, Mac Lantern for the first seed is, looks pretty solid. Where one team's in it, one more more technical difficulties yeah. on our end here. What's going on here? Okay, we're back. Okay, um, what were we talking about? I think we're on the last matchup of the week. Pickle Peppers three hundred one to Dirty Dancers two forty one. Um, I mean, dog shit from both teams really. Three hundred one from Pickle Peppers. Uh, that's it's not very good. Got lucky he was playing a team that got 240. Yeah. So, you know, Jackson's not really in it this year uh, well, from basically the little, start. Little championship hangover, I think. Yeah. But uh, Pickle Peppers, you know, it, it takes a nice little rest week, I guess. Yeah. yeah a good week, to to, good week to not really put up a whole lot of points. Yeah. Right on, right on. Uh, you want to take a look at the standings? Yeah, start start shout out Mac Lantern. He's the first one to have clinched a playoff spot this year. Oh, yeah. Nice. Congrats. Big for him. He's two games ahead of everybody else right yeah. now as well. Sidney Limbo, Aho, let's go. Our second and third at 12 and 5. Both have been pretty good all year. They've been at one point or another in first place. Rototiller, yeah. Dust Show, 
four and five at eleven and six. Well, Rototiller was in first place before that losing streak too. Yep, got to mention I was that. Gonna say, I was going <laughs> to say both teams have had their ups, both teams have had their downs. Be interesting to see when this might be a round one matchup too. That'll be a, yeah. If things if things hold the way they're holding. Well, and Pickle Peppers is right there too, right? He's at ten seven. Like this is it's a bit of a tight race there, like. From this 11, 6, uh, 10, and 7 guys, right? I mean, yeah. that, that could switch. They, those guys can switch spots easily. And then, like, looking at it right now, I mean, whoever ends up third out of those three could be facing or will be likely facing one of Sedin or Ajo in the first round. Yeah. Like, you don't want to yeah. be in that sixth spot. Um, uh, and that being said, like, I'm looking at Pickle Peppers points for. He's got 71,000, 7132, uh, and he's got more points than the Dust Show and Rototiller, too. So he's got a nice little tiebreaker over those guys. Could very well come down to that. Yeah. Um, the next uh, little stage tier here, we got Larry Love and West Coast Express, uh, 7 and 8. They're sitting kind of comfortably now at 7 and 8 because uh, they have a 9 and 8 record. Uh, myself, they're two, two wins ahead of myself. And have uh, the points advantage over me, and I'm the only one really there nipping, nipping at the their heels. I mean, obviously, Bows and Hose is a seven and ten record, but um, yeah, like I said, but Bows and Hose doesn't have a whole lot of points either. So um, these guys, Larry Love and West Coast Express, are sitting comfortably, uh, bearing a a a, 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 skid, a losing skid. I mean, I, I'm not able to string together wins, honestly, right now at this point of the season. Uh, as I've been trying, though. Uh, but, yeah, um, definitely uh, definitely will be interesting uh, if, if I can sneak in there. But I'm the only one really threatening them. Yeah, on Bo's nose is there at 7 and 10 as well. But he's got a lot less, lot less points than, uh, than you or even Larry or West Coast. And then we got myself and Keeper at five and twelve. We're both out of it. Yeah, I think Keeper's been on a huge uh, losing skid too. I don't yeah, think he's won in a long time. Marner's Millions, Dirty Dancers, both out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, and boys, uh, yeah, trade deadlines next week. So beginning next week, so the start of the week is when we implement that anti-taking rule. Where if you yep. take down a, essentially if uh, if you're a non-playoff team and um, you you beat a playoff team, you'll get an extra beer can in the in the lottery. Um, so yeah, that's uh, something to be aware of. That's starting next week. Um, yeah. No, it won't be. Won't be this week. Yeah, it's starting next week though. Oh, it'll be it. Yeah, I guess we're kind of previewing next. It'll this be week. starting week nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to clarify because don't want to say the next week and then talk about these matchups. Yeah, because it it won't be that way. Right on. So week eighteen, boys. Um. Yeah, it's been a ride. We're getting down to the nitty gritty of the season, eh? Yeah, we're. Heading down the stretch run right now. That's yeah, a stretch run, and uh, it sucks because I mean, it's only me there. That's I, I'm 
the one that can be putting pressure on these playoff teams, and it's it's, it's putting a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah, it's quite a bit of pressure. Because I remember earlier I said that I th- I thought it was going to be a battle this year for playoff spots, and um, so far it's kind of heading towards uh, you know a top eight and a bottom eight, like we've seen last year in the past. There's a clear Team line. Just- just about every year yeah i think but it's, it kind of always seems to end up going that way but hey i'm still i'm still there i, I it's not a insane i would say what would your expert percentage be on me making the playoffs like you know like where they're like playoff probability like in the nfl probably like Here, 30 35 30 i was gonna say about 25 but uh 25 percent. so you're saying there's a chance saying there's a chance <laughs> so that's just the way i gotta look at it andre's probably i would give him almost a uh 15 percent i was gonna say a 6.9 percent chance and then uh that's pretty much it like i wouldn't even give yeah. your like because you right now you'd have to be what a, a 12 and 12 record I think I'd have to like win out, and uh, one of West Coast Express or Larry Love would have to lose out. Yeah. See how many weeks are there even till? Yeah, we got we got us. Well, we got six more weeks actually. One, two, three, four, five, six weeks. Of that we only had five. So you'd still be at eleven and twelve. So I mean, it's not necessary to lose out. But yeah, I'd have to out. Larry Love. Larry Love and West Coast Express can lose up to 12 points, but you'd have to score a lot of points. Yeah, I'd have to score a few hundred more than them. So I give you, or they'd have to lose five out of the next six, and I'd have to win five out of the next six. I'd give you a one percent playoff probability, and I'd give Keeper Hardly Nowhere a point five. I'd say even longer odds than that, because I mean it's realistically not going to (laughs) happen. Uh, okay, let's hit the uh, the old uh, previews of Week 18. Um, first matchup, we got Yamar Yager, 118.75 already. Uh, it's what, a Wednesday, Tuesday night already? Versus Larry Loves, 126. So this is uh, two nights worth of games already done. Uh, Larry Love with the slight edge. Um, just eight points over you right now. Uh, you're definitely uh, giving him a little little hard time yeah i'll make it interesting but i probably won't win but ah it'll be nice it'll be a nice little uh upset if you did for me you see if this i'd be i'm actually really rooting for you here well we're i'm just gonna use this as an example if this was next week and i beat larry because i'm out of the playoffs he's in i would get an extra beer can if i won this yeah but it doesn't come into effect this week so it doesn't matter doesn't matter but also uh you should win this one though for me that's why i'm taking you i'm taking you this week i'll see what i can do but i don't like my chances (laughs) uh and plus you're probably gonna trade a a lot of some pretty good decent players (laughs) it could happen um, next matchup, we got myself, Aino Regreski's taking down, uh, <laughs> taking down, sorry, <laughs> taking on Mitchell Marner's Millions. I am up uh, 111.25 to Marner's Millions, 58.25. Uh, 
Uh, this is one where I really got to take care of business here and, and get this win. Um, I mean, it's Martin's Millie's four, 4 and 12. Um, I, I, I believe I have a, a great opportunity to, uh, to seize this opportunity and uh, help myself uh, make it to the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. This this is uh, I think it gave me for you. I mean, he, Marners hasn't looked alive for the most of the season. Uh, he got this one, buddy. Thanks, man. Pretty sure I lost to Marners millions earlier in the season. Yeah, Not sure. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, this next matchup is also I I'll be having my eye on as well. Um, we got Yeg, uh, sorry, Gator. At 158, uh, to, and Sadin and Limbo playing with 139.25. Uh, right now, uh, slight, uh, what is 60 or 19 point difference. Uh, Sadin and Limbo can can overcome that, but really good, great effort for the first two days for uh, West Coast Express right now. Very solid start for him. If he wants to pull this off, he's got to. Keep keep the momentum going. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I need Sadin and Limbo to take care of business here. I need him to uh, to get this win just for me. You hearing this, Jensen? I I need you to help me out here in my playoff push. Um. Uh. And if you do, uh, that 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 help me out drastically. Can you take care of business, bud? But uh, right now, really really solid effort for uh, old Gator there. Next matchup, and, uh, yeah, matchup number uh, four on the week. Uh, got Rototiller, we got Dust Show. We were talking earlier about that eleven and six kind of group there in the middle, in the middle of the playoff uh, seating, and this is kind of one of those matchups that'll come and decide that. Rototiller up one forty-two and three quarters to uh, Dust Show's one thirty-two and three quarters. Still early, ten points isn't a lot. This, I mean, this is this will be a good matchup right down to the end. It should be exciting to see where what happens here. Yeah, you know, like it's it's grand it's grandpappy versus grand step pappy versus grand step sunny. So this one's a big one to uh, in the uh, in the Jaeger family to uh, to really uh, everyone's talking about it, eh? Probably your your mom, your sister, your brother in law. Everyone's talking about this matchup. Uh, it's I bet. mono y mono. You know, Uncle Ronnie's. I don't know who he'd be cheering. He's probably cheering on Rototiller. Um, this is this is a big one to focus on here in in the Jaeger family there. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, all all the all the chips are in. I mean, this is everyone's good. They're everyone's Dust Show and Rototiller are gonna gonna be putting uh, putting their best foot forward. You know, might even see a trade just to win this matchup, like uh, we've seen Rototiller doing. In, in the past but it's also like you said this is earlier I mean if one of these guys falls into that sixth spot eventually you might have to be playing Ajo in the first round which is not a place you want to be no. um, I'm, not, I'm not saying Sadine and Limbo and the McElantern are, are any better to play but I mean Ajo and, and his pedigree and his, his uh, name uh, carries weight for a reason yeah so um Definitely uh, keep your eyes on this one as this one's uh, definitely a, a standing mover for sure, um, whichever way it goes. 
Uh, next matchup, we got uh, Mac Lantern versus Aho. Let's go. Um, we got the we got the the like this year's kind of powerhouse in Mac Lantern. Hey, like lately he's just been putting up freaking points. He's he's at one ninety four point five right now. Two days in uh, versus Aho. Let's go. Is one ten point two five. So a really nice solid lead after two days. Nick's got to be freaking happy about it. Uh, you know, he's got that first place, like, looking not locked down yet, but, like, I mean, I don't think anyone's taken him out of the first place. Um, and just to be Ajo this week, like, he'll be really, he'll be, he'll be. Uh, he'll be looking pretty good for Yeah, sure. exactly. He's, he's going to be happy about that. Um, I mean, there's still lots of the week left. Ajo can come back. But this is a nice solid lead to have overall. You know, McElhinney is a really good team. So when you have a lead like this, eighty-four points after two two game two days, it's like I don't know if Aho can really come back from this. Especially versus McElhinney is number one in the league. I mean, it could happen. Aho's got a good team, but could happen. I mean, you never want to count Aho out. But, uh, I mean, it's looking good for McElhinney right now. Yep. Next matchup is the dog shit matchup of the week. Uh, I don't even really want to mention it. Do we even have to? 30, 30 dancers. <laughs> Keeper hardly know her. Keeper's up 127.75 to Dirty Dancers 52. I don't even... Uh, I think Keeper will win this one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... What's at stake here? Uh, nothing. Not a lot. Nothing's really at stake. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, pickled peppers versus bows and hose. This one's a little surprising here, Yeggs. Um, we got 112.75 for pickled peppers. Bows and hose up to a whopping 170.5 after two days. Big point total for bows and hose. They're just chirping his team. But after two days, he's almost got the same amount of points as he had last week. <laughs> he's seventy yeah, points I... out after two games. See, in a two week in a two week matchup, Bozen Hose had two hundred and what fifty points. Eighty nine at two eighty nine. Two eighty nine. Okay. Uh, and after two days, Bozen Hose is at one seventy. So, I mean, maybe maybe he's making a late push for the playoffs. Yeah, he is only two games out. I know, two games out, but let, low points. But you know, putting up this much. If he puts up a big total this week, if he beats me by a hundred this week, beats my point total by a hundred next week, then yeah, he's he's back to where I'm I'm at, you know. Um, plus wins, and if I lose, it's I, it's still possible for Bows and Hose. I'm definitely not counting him out. And it would be, I'd it would expect be nice to be if he jumps in there and makes things interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. And pickles peppers like uh, one twelve like. I mean, you know, you're gonna know Pickle Pepper's gonna, you know, try to win. Like, oh, he, obviously he's gonna try to win, but I mean, he, he's he's gonna have to turn his his week around um, right now just to to take down Bows and Hose because this is one where you gotta take care of business, Pickle Peppers. This is a taking care of business as we talk about it all the time. Bows and Hose is a team you gotta take care of business with. Myself, I'm a team that you gotta take care of business with. But uh, the business is getting tough, you know. Yeah, no, no easy business here. No, no free deals. Yeah, 
So this is uh, this is kind of exciting to see. This is what what we wanted down in the uh, in the stretch run too. Like that's why we implemented this thing. Although it's not in, implemented this week, it's next week. But this is kind of the sort of deal that we were kind of looking for. For sure. And talking about taking care of business for pickled, we were just talking about it with a rototiller industrial. Like in in that kind of mid patch, the the middle seeds there. I mean, you gotta. You gotta you gotta get the easy wins. You gotta get wins wherever you can find them. Yep. And yeah, uh, I don't know. It's not looking great for him this week, but see how it goes. Yeah, you can still turn it around. That's for sure. He's got a good enough team. He'll be able to do it. He'll be able to turn around. Um. Anyways, uh, that's it for the reviews. Um. Unless we got anything else to talk about on the fantasy aspects, Yeggs, or no? Nothing I can think of right now. Nothing you can think of. Okay, yeah. We're, that's well, the thing. We're I kind of say, in the, What's up? I will say this. We've mentioned it. This is the last week before the trade deadline. This is the time to be working the phones, send out offers, start talking to guys, get things going. As after next Wednesday, you got no chances. Yeah. It will be like Wednesday at midnight. I probably won't be up at midnight, but you we can if the offers agreed to, I think we can still send finalize or no it auto fi- yeah, it auto fi- yeah. That's why I never that's why I'm always conf- like like the trades that were happening this week, I didn't even know it went down because I, I get notified for everything else in this league on my phone, but I don't get notified about trades. <laughs> Sends out like a transactions processed one. Yeah, but that's usually I thought it was like more for waivers. There's actually yeah, but... actually there's actually a bit of a there's a good fight for a waiver player this week. I don't know if you noticed that one. Uh, I did not. Sam uh, Urson from Philadelphia got dropped, and uh, three players, three people uh, had bids on him, so it went waiver priority. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was. Because there's never really a much of a dogfight for waivers I find in this in this league, but uh, that one was definitely I seen I seen the moment he got dropped I was like oh man I want him because I was like that's a good starter and he's a rookie too. Oh no, yeah he's I believe he's a rookie. Yes. Yeah, how many games did he play last year? I believe he's under under twenty five. Yeah, I think it is. Is it different for goalies? I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look up what the NHL says. But he is a rookie because I remember uh, Jensen was Jensen had him when he was like actually like I don't know what happened. He has he been doing bad lately, or he's got to be their starter. But Jensen had yeah, starting. Yeah, he's starting. Okay, so Jensen must have dropped him. What's his history? When did Jensen drop him? Dropped him. Saturday. Yeah. So Jensen already asked about Samuel Erson. Oh, wait, no. This Dust Show dropped him Saturday. I was reading that wrong. Sedin dropped him in January. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice that. I would have I would have added him then. He's been one, two, three, four, five, since, six, seven think, teams now this year. I think year. since I dropped him once... Uh, the last time I dropped him, uh, seeing Limbo had him for a good amount of time. He was asking if he was a rookie is basically what I was getting at. 
And then I was like, and then I looked it up, and yeah, he was still technically a rookie, and he's on All the right. he's on the. That's another thing. If you're confused about uh, if what your guys are rookie, the easiest way to check is if you go on NHL.com and you go to stats and you filter it to rookies and you see your guy's name there, he's a rookie. Um, uh, the more harder way to check is if you look at his hockey DB or his elite prospects um, page and you look at his career stats and you see prior to this season, if a player uh, has played more than 25 games, that makes him non-eligible to be a rookie. But less than 25 games prior to the season we're in, he's a rookie. Um, yeah, you got to look up what the NHL considers the player to be because that's just what we're going to do if you ask us. So you might as well just do it yourself. Yeah. But, uh, and then another thing uh, I already got, I got asked this week was... Um, uh, we've mentioned it multiple times before, but I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, so keeper rules for this this year: rookies are worth a, a rookie free agents are worth a fourteenth round pick. Um, and uh, this year we're going down to three keepers and one rookie. So in the past we've done four keepers, one rookie. This year we're doing three keepers, one rookie. Um, and and yeah, the fourteenth round pick for a rookie free agent. So keep that in mind, or uh, everyone and, should know by now because we've mentioned it and, multiple times. Yeah. And but, everything else is the same it's been since we started the league. Yes. Um, and and, and uh, look up because picks are going to be flying around the next week or so. They already have been. Look at the guys you want to keep. And figure out what picks are gonna, what picks you're gonna need to keep those guys. Yeah. And maybe maybe don't trade those picks, because if you don't have that round pick, say you want to keep a guy with a fifth round keeper value, and you don't have a fifth round pick, it, the cost of the keeper will go up to the next highest pick, like a fourth round pick. Yeah. The, basically, the next highest pick goes up; it doesn't go down. So. Yeah. Keep that in mind when you're making trades. Exactly, that's a good point because yeah, I've, I remember uh, like last year it was like guys wanted to keep guys. I was like, yeah, but you don't have that pick, so you want to go up around. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, but in my head, I'm like, oh, it doesn't make any sense. Because then it's not like next year uh, you get he's just that that pick again. No, like he go, yeah. So you wanted to keep a guy with the tenth, you don't have a tenth, so you keep with the ninth next the year after it's going to cost you an eighth and so on and so forth yeah um and then yeah and then also guys so if you're looking at uh guys that are not going to make the playoffs um just keep in mind you know this reason why we put this rookie keeper at a 14th is that you everyone will essentially keep a rookie um Maybe you don't have to, but it's there's some good rookies out there that might be good next year. Um, just keep in mind that um, um, we lock the rosters for non-playoff teams the, the moment the playoff starts. So just add a, add a rookie, add a couple of rookies. You get them on your roster. Uh, that's a big tip to have. And then uh, playoff teams, as you get eliminated from the playoffs, we lock your rosters. 
which I mean you don't really have time to to pick up a rookie, but just to just to keep it in mind. Yeah, it's just a, so you know. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we're gonna try to because we ran into issues with doing our our draft primer, our keeper primer last year. So we're gonna try to get that primer between Jaeger and I out pretty early this year while we still have this league's uh like yeah. player history and stuff yeah gonna gonna <laughs> try and do it as you get eliminated no then, guarantees but that's what we're gonna yeah. try and do um and then yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're we're trying to add two more people sounds like i actually andre has a has a good guy apparently as well um, they said you'd be 100% in, involved in it. So we'd have to see about bringing him on. And then uh, I think, you know, whether it's Uncle Ronnie or whatever for another guy. But we're going we're, we're gonna to be expanded to 16 next year. I think we'll be able to find two people for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, do keep that in mind. And that's a big reason why, if you're wondering why we're going down to three keepers, uh, or four keepers, three and a rookie is because we want to uh, expand um, and and also to kind of make things more interesting as well. Like yeah, is as far as it makes the draft a little bit more exciting because you know you you go into the draft and like all the good players are being kept. Kind of want to free up more players, make things a little more interesting at the draft. Yeah, give a bit more year to year variance as well. I think yeah, It'll help with that. And yeah, right on. Um, hit some puck doku. Might as well. Right on. Um, okay, so on the vertical axes, we got uh, Arizona Coyotes slash the Salt Lake City Bandits. Uh, we got the, the Anaheim Ducks, Winnipeg Jets. On the horizontal axis, we got the Buffalo Sabres, the Edmonton Oilers, and 20-plus wins goalie season. Um... I'll take it away. I'll do, um, let's do, this is Winnipeg Jets slash Atlanta Thrashers, eh? Yeah, and then Phoenix slash Arizona <laughs> slash Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> oh. Don't get your Jets mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um... We'll do Buffalo Sabres, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, let's go Tyler Myers. Uh, that's probably going to be picked quite a bit. At 17. Yeah, 17. I'm going to go Arizona, 20-plus wins for a goalie. Nikolai Habibulin, if I can spell it. Not 12. I thought it would be a little bit less than that. Um. Okay, we'll go... Anaheim Ducks, 20-plus wins in a goalie season. Let's go um, Ryan Miller. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, oh, does he have to play for the team? I just read that, yeah. Player must have played on the team that season that the stat was recorded. Oh, dude, we should restart this board. That's bullshit. Okay. The rules weren't disclosed to me. Okay. Ah, it's... End game, I think. Yeah, okay. And can you play again? Yeah. I am going to put. Yeah. 
Put oh you no! Know, put like the two guys back. So yeah, Nikolai... I'm putting, I'm putting Havi and uh, Myers. Yeah. Um, All right. Floor is yours again. Okay, Anaheim Ducks. Um, let's go with um, Ilya Brzgalov. No, shit! Did he? No, he didn't. No, no, no. I'm thinking. Wait. Okay, let's go, Jonas Hiller. Yeah. So that makes it harder, actually, because I was trying to think like a 20-plus win random yeah. dude. Yeah, not a lot of the, the three teams on the vertical axis. They haven't had a lot of 20. They haven't had a lot of good goalies throughout there, other than like the obvious ones. Where do I want to go? Ooh, I know where I'm going to go. What did he play? Yeah, let's go Anaheim at Edmonton. Let's go Lat. No, 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 he didn't play. I right, go to my secondary one, Joffrey Lupul. Three percent. That's pretty Weathers. good. I thought it would be a little bit more, but yeah, no. Um, I was almost gonna go Ladislaw's speed, but I don't know if he actually played a game for the Ducks. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh no, he was drafted by them, right? He was drafted by the Ducks. Yeah. I don't know. If he got into a game with them. Okay, uh, Winnipeg Jets twenty-plus win season. Let's go, Andre pa- uh, Pavelic. Yeah, not a lot of choices there. Oh, where do I want to go? Not a lot of not a lot of great options on the board here. It's kind of a what Arizona's got like gotta have multiple guys with. Yeah, but I think that the solid ones that like people know actually. Oh no, no, he didn't. Never mind. I had, I had a weird one, but I don't think he played for both teams. Uh, da, 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 where do I want to go? Uh, no, that's that one's too easy. Let's go. Fuck. Blanket right now. I got a lot of like, easy. I have so many easy ones. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't say Zach Cassian for <laughs> Arizona Edmonton. Yeah, fuck. I'm just gonna do it just to yeah, keep it going. I... Actually, no, no, no. Riley Shahan played for both teams, I think. Fuck. Oh, you're correct. Okay, I'll do. Uh, okay, Edmonton, Winnipeg. I I'm drawing blanks too. Let's go, pa- uh, Evander Kane. Sorry, I can't think of him right now. It's obviously, the most. Other more, I guess yeah, it's probably more Vander Kane there than Vander Kane Winnipeg Buffalo. And who else? Do, where well, else? I got do I... a good one for Arizona Buffalo. Oh, I don't. That's probably not that great. Oh, though. I actually, I think I got one. Edmonton Arizona Jim Vandermeer. Nice. Uh, Arizona Buffalo Taylor Hall. Arizona Coyotes legend Taylor Hall. Nice. Thirty percent. I didn't do good. I was not unique at all. Did you have one for Ducks Buffalo? I know there's a botch out there. It's gone. I'm trying to think of like a a weird one. Can you look at look at the stats for it, and then also I want to see stats for uh, Arizona Buffalo. As well. Oh, Danny Breer. Danny Breer. Oh. Yeah, I, I read it now. It makes sense. Dale Howarchuk played for Buffalo. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. 
Oh, John's oh, good. Zach Cassian for uh, Arizona and Buffalo would have been a good one. Great. John Scott. Not a whole lot, honestly. Uh, I understand. Not a lot of great ones. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I understand myself playing. They must not make trades, those guys, eh? Well, it's they're both kind of like weird teams where there's probably yeah, there's a lot of players that yeah like you, you forget and you're like oh did he play for one of them it's well, like where you could, you could picture him on one team yeah but you can't really picture him on the other well because that's what Arizona is, is it, it's like a graveyard for yeah then <laughs> it's like did they actually play for them or yeah. was he just on LTIR yeah. Well, they would have to at least play a game, right? Yeah. Um, Let's go. Yeah, Buffalo. Ryan Miller, I guess oh, that's yeah, pretty. Yeah. Montour, yeah. Labushkin, yeah, I guess. Delorier, Cooley, Chris Stewart. Yeah, tough, though. Dmitry Kulikov. Oh, uh, yeah. Couple, couple tough ones there. A couple tough ones. Right on. Uh, it's another installment of the Burger Boys Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, you know, thanks for your support. Uh, and uh, thanks for your support down our stretch run here. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, well, I'll be back for our next episode. Um, yeah, next, uh, next week. Do a little trade deadline primer for you. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see if I can get a guest on. If, if you want to come on and, uh, help me do this podcast, that'd be much appreciated and, uh, peace out. Boys.